appreciate that shit, dog. Speaking that of drinking. Trauma. 1738. Yeah, baby. Oh, shit. Man. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Fetty Wap. Nigga ain't even dead. We just uh, don't know what the fuck you doing. But uh, Fetty speaking Wap. of. Hit our line, Fetty Wap. If you're alive, text text, uh, text one of us. Let yeah. us know what's going on. We got our first celebrity guest on the pod, my nigga. Uh, but, you know, lit, man. On the list side, I think, man, I'm really. I'm getting over the whole, like, being just ignorantly drunk phase of my life. I didn't think I was ever going to get past it. But, like, I ain't trying to be, like, in the club, like, trying to fight niggas no more. Like, I'm on some more, like, like wine lit. Like, that's that. I think that's my perfect type of drunk, for real. Like, more like some, some um, Peyton Naked Portraits shit. Or, you know, uh, burning incense, listening to Peebo Bryson shit. Like, Let's see, that, that, that's always been a... Uh... Always been somewhere my musties too. The well, well, actually, I can't even say that because I, I I have been the ignorant drunk on, on too many occasions, yeah. and I keep letting it happen. More, yeah, more than a couple. It, it won't be the last either. This past weekend, I was that I was that same ignorant drunk, uh, acting acting a fool at the beach. But um, I, hopefully at some point I reach that. Uh, I want to try hopefully get better before thirty, but I don't know, man. This is this life thing is crazy, so I, I don't know if I'll ever get there. It's a lot of life to live, nigga. Until they take uh, ENJ and Hypnotic off the shelves, nigga, I assume you will be the same ignorant Wes. So, hey, motherfuckers, live with it. But guess um, who's been Zach? Still smell the podcast in my clothes. I mean, we have to relapse on you hoes. We are back in the building. Big relapse, much needed relapse. Uh, Nick's been clean and sober for about the last month, but uh, you know, we got to inject that culture straight into y'all veins. You feel me? Um, the bub shit, you feel mm-hmm. me? Um, the pookie shit, um, mm-hmm. we here, all right, we here. Um, it's that liquid, this that heron, that podcast heron episode eight of Beware the Elves. Um, I am your boy. Uptown Ace Boogie, fuck all the other names. We got business to get fucking down to, my nigga. So uh, I'm, I'm here. I I'm in this bitch. I yeah, life happened. Yeah, we've been doing some hood rat shit with our friends, and we got a lot more hood rat shit to do with our friends this summer. But for right fucking now, y'all been waiting too goddamn long. We've been on too much nigga shit. And on behalf of myself and my dear friend Wesley over here. We apologize for our niggerness. You know, we be out somewhere, we we'll be ready to sit down and do the pod, and somebody throw a chair. And you know, once that chair hit the ground, it's a wrap. We gotta go be niggas. You know what I'm saying? Shit breaks off. Yeah, we uh, um, it's been a long time. We shouldn't left you without a podcast to step to. Um, I got all the bars today, but yes, um, introduce myself on the other side. It was uh, ain't that was. Uh, Dick Dashley, T. Mart Washington, uh, ready for timeout. Um, all this shit, but 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 yeah, like I also said, we got business to attend to today. Uh, we've been gone, but we are back now. So uh, you had some time off to to, to prepare yourself to catch up, and now we about to go full throttle, all up in that ass. Full motherfucking throttle in that ass, anal, no lube. You feel me? None, um, none, no. none, none whatsoever. So uh, we coming hard, we coming raw. Um, ain't no strapping up out here, so we gonna dive right the fuck in. So we here, uh, right now, um, you know, it's it's it's, it's been a, a a few things going on out here in the world and shit, but um, in terms of the culture, there are two uh very prevalent, pertinent things 
that have uh, that have basically dominated the landscape um, over the past week or so. Um, one being uh, NBA free agency. Um, I'm in, I, uh, you know, myself and the rest of the city of Cleveland is in mourning. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get deeper to that later. Uh, you know, LeBron just ran off on us, you know, like our name was Adonis. You know, he just. <laughs> uh, hey, man, he he, uh, he was tired of tired of sending them DMs and he and he pulled up. He actually pulled up this time. Um, uh, but uh, Glad he, uh, glad he chose. I'm glad he chose up. I mean, oh god. Uh, so I, you know what? I, I will, you know, rise up out of my crippling motherfucking depression. Um, we'll discuss this a little bit. I feel like our main two topics on the show today: um, NBA free agency as well as Drake and Scorpion. Um, I feel like we got some really interesting perspective. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what type of sound Scorpion's making. My Scorpion sound. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Is that a hydraulic pump? I'm like, all right. Uh, <laughs> we got two very interesting takes, very two uh, c- good contrasting takes. Myself, being a Cavs fan um, who just left, I mean, who just lost, you know, the woman of our dreams um, to that new nigga that got a little bit more money to stay out on the West Coast. You feel me? Um and in my perspective as a, as a Lakers fan, East Coast Lakers fan, but Lakers fan nonetheless who was not truly expecting LeBron to come, but uh, upon hearing the news, uh, felt some type of way. I'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, we got two different perspective, two different like perspective that that are really impactful in the situation, LeBron situation, as well as the rest of uh, free agency and what's going on. I'm sorry. I'm, oh I'm sorry. I'm I'm still very angry, but I'm very angry for different reasons that we will get into. Um, and the other uh, prevalent topic, um, the niggas out here in the streets sound about right now um, is, like I said, Drake and Scorpion. Also, um, two very, very good different type of takes on it. You got uh, Mr. You know, in my feelings, Wes, um, Drake Stan. Uh, I won't say numero uno, but he top three and he not three. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, it's definitely a, I'm on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Of Drake stands, and they're all uh, four, four different expressions. <laughs> of of you and, so. and me being somebody who has always been a fan, has always liked Drake, but is a nigga that's not afraid to hold that motherfucker accountable. Um, we don't need no hot takes of the week segment because my hot takes are discussing Drake. Um, so y'all gonna have to, you know, just have to bear with us um, until you know we get to the point where you know I take this light skinned nigga to church. Uh, because he need to hear about himself. All right. So that's going to come up as well. We also got a schmooze little, our top five, top five, top five segment of the week. Um, it's also going to be about Drake, but you not quite sure what aspect of Drake is going to be about. Is it going to be uh, Drake's top five butterfaces with black booties? Possibly. Is it... Yeah, is, is it going to be Drake's that. top five uh, date spots with with Odell Beckham Jr.? Is it you know is 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 it is it, it, it going is it going to be Drake's top five uh, unsubstantiated rhymes that we absolutely do not believe? Who knows? You gonna have to make it through the rest of the pod. I, I feel like I feel like <laughs> see what's popping. I feel I feel like you are 
the two topics we have, I feel like you're taking the anger from one of the topics and, and throwing it all on uh, the other topic. No, uh, uh, transferring. Um, no, no, I, we would never yes. around here. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I like the direction of this podcast you know, already. But um, hey, you know what? Well, you know what? Defend it. Stand for your man. All right. Uh, you know, you and ODB probably gonna have to fight over him. But you know what? It's okay. All right. We gonna get into Drizzy a little bit later. But we gonna start this bitch with my hurt. Yes, I'm in my feelings. I'm upset. Um, Let it out. So Let it out, um, over. Uh, just had my voice cracking and everything. Uh, over, over, um, you know, past, past few days, you know, we, uh, find, I believe it was a Friday or Saturday. Uh, whenever the first, okay. I think maybe Saturday night, Friday, yeah. um, one of the, one of these days, when something big happens and you enjoy it, you just don't even remember. It's just, um, all blends together. Wow. We, um, we, and Kings did, um, one LeBron James decided to take his talents to Malibu beach. Uh, Venice Beach, um, ain't shit, nigga. Um, he signed a uh, four-year, hundred and fifty-two million dollar deal with the Lakers. Hundred fifty-four. Give them uh, oh, in all oh, his I'm money. I'm sorry. Uh, he left, you know, nearly eighty million dollars on the table. Um, that he could have gotten more that he could have gotten from the Cavs in order to go to L.A. And you know, to be completely honest, you know, I'm I'm sitting here, you know, I'm upset, I'm distraught, I'm what. This ain't 2010. Um. Am I happy? No, you know, because this is the end of another, the most fruitful era in the history of the franchise. Um, you know, going to the finals every year with fucking Jeff Green on your team. You feel me? Uh, with Jeff Green and George Hill head asses. Um, it, it, it was fun. It, it, it was fun. It was, it was fun to live through this shit. It, it was fun to 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 be here in the city and to feel the energy. You know, when calf season is around, or especially when playoffs and shit come around. Um, it's depressing in the sense that, you know, you just watch, you know, probably the second greatest player of all time leave your city for the second the second time. Um, that's shitty. Ain't got, ain't got nothing back either. And no, no sign Ugh. no sign and trade, which was really the thing, the only thing that shocked me. Um, I was definitely expecting that a nigga wasn't gonna leave us empty handed again, but then you realize who our fucking owner is and eh, it may it makes a little bit of sense, you know. Um I'm a little bit upset that he signed a, a four-year deal with the Lakers and been giving us a one-and-one one every year for the last four years. That's a little disrespectful, if you ask me. But, again, he don't know his shit as well as, you know, you got to look at it from the angle of, I mean, shit, nigga, this is your team. You built this team exactly how you wanted it. You got your coach you that you that, that you can dick around. You are the coach. You feel me? And then on top of that, you put together your entire team with the guys that you handpicked every year for the last four years. And then got the audacity, got got all your bum friends, um, a massive contracts. This, I mean, it, this is Brian here was doing the equivalent of Fifty Cent. You feel me? He get on, he get Tony Ayo a deal. You know what I'm saying? You know, Master P get on, he gets Tip the Shocker a deal, and is getting paid. JR getting paid whatever he wants. Shumper got paid whatever he wanted. TT, obviously. And you crafted this team from top to bottom in your kingly image. And then had the audacity to bounce on us like we did something wrong. You did this. You feel me? Well, I mean, the pe- I mean, 
the reason well the reason why a lot of them got contracts outside of Tristan is is winning the championship. People are gonna get, team people are gonna get paid. Cause I think I think Jr. got paid after the chip. Um, I think Shump got paid after the chip. So I mean, it was kind of understandable at the time to to renew it. You guys went to the championship. Let's run it back with the with the unit that nah. just won a chip. But um, nah. I, I, the king king he can only do so much, man. He, he trying to put people in positions. Uh, he's not he's not the full GM. He's not in the office every day trying to run the numbers and figure out what he's trying to do. He's trying, hey, hey. But everything was running past him until the second that he decided that he didn't want nothing to run past him anymore when he knew he was on his way out the door. That's foul. To to me, that's foul. Like, you set up something exactly how you want it. It's like, you know, I DJ. So it's like, imagine you setting up a party, right? And you say the only only way I'm doing this party, the only way I'm doing this gig is if I get top to bottom, I I get full control. Yeah, it ain't official, you know. You your name ain't in every title on the flyer, but behind the scenes, you picking the venue, you picking the host, you get all your people in for free, even niggas that don't deserve to be there, even niggas that's coming in with dirty black forces and white tees. You feel me? You get all your dudes in. You get all the girls there that you want. Hand-picked. All of them in the door. You pick your price, how long you want to be there, and everything else. Then, in the middle of the party, you like, you know what? I know I put all this together, but I'm not feeling it. It's a better party across the street. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Oh, well, I mean, when that party's in L.A., you, you got you got to fade that L.A. party, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers can party all year long outside. I mean, but um, that that's kind of something you could kind of point towards management and ownership, saying, "Hey, why are you giving this individual so much power?" But at the same time, that individual was the one that vaulted this franchise to the levels that we have seen it over these past uh, pre-decision years and after he came back. Like we, this team hasn't been to a finals without LeBron James as a leading scorer. Or LeBron James at all. So it's kind of like a, a catch-22, and you got to give him what he wants because he's the one that's going to lead you to, to where you guys need to be. But at the same time, you give him what he wants, you lose control. And at the end of the day, it's always going to look bad upon you versus him because he can do no wrong in uh, in the city. Motherfucker. I'm, 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 Guess what, though? You don't have to worry about yeah. it anymore. Yeah. That's our problem. Let 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 me take that burden from you. Know you know what? Brother. That's fine. You know, like I said, I I really hope you all have a good time uh, getting knocked out of the second round. You know, I I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy for you. You know, you. Oh, it's gonna and, be lit. T You are just a fan who just gets all the shit that you do not deserve. Alright? you you didn't deserve Mike Stanton. Michael, my sweet child, Michael, my sweet biracial angel. You, yeah, you don't, you don't deserve Brian. You don't deserve nothing else, bro. But you know what? You know, you you just fall into the shit. You know, it's, it's just a present to you, hey, apparently. So you know what? When, Take it. When you, you you can have it. I wish injury on all of them. Yikes! When you when you're a praying man, good things happen. You know what I'm saying? You you have a good relationship with God. Things tend to go your way. Um, but from a Lakers perspective, coming into this offseason, I really actually even dating back to like last season when the speculations started rising and Brian leaving Cleveland. I necessarily didn't want LeBron coming to LA. I was kind of, I was watching my young boys. I was feeling my young boys. I said, "Hey, let's build this, build this from from the bottom." Um, 
into being a contender. Even if it may take years, I want to see like the growth of the young boys. But as we got uh, closer to the Please. end of the season, I, I said, you know what? Why would I shun a gift? Huh. If the best player in the world wants to come hang out with my niggas, who hmm. am I? A mere fan. A mere fan. To say no. To say no. Um, so, you, uh, you know what? It's. I will say y'all in a much better position because LeBron does not have, as great as LeBron is, he does not have the equity to do to the Cavs, do to the Lakers what he did to the Cavs. He's not, he not going to come in. He's not going to run the organization from top to bottom. Genie um, nope. ain't having that shit. That's, that's the one thing. Yeah, Genie yeah, don't play that shit. Magic Lily has destroyed a disease <laughs> that has killed millions of people. He is standing on top of it like Captain fucking Morgan uh, on, on HIV and AIDS. So that's like the one thing. The Lakers is probably one of the only organizations, I would say maybe one out of like two, maybe three organizations in professional basketball in which the team is bigger than LeBron. Yeah, I agree. No, no, no I, I, I agree. Two hundred percent. You know, it's uh, I, I just for me, I you know, and I, I've mentioned this you know before in various group chats and whatnot. I think the issue now is you know how how do you gauge this man's legacy? I, I, I just I'm I'm me just just from from my angle. Um, first first and foremost. Um, he brought a championship to the city of Cleveland. He kept that promise, and for that, this city will forever be grateful. Period. Period. It ain't, you know, it ain't. Right now, it, it may sound like a little bit of salt, a little bit of malaise, but it's not. It's we're not angry, and there, there's not a lot of anger going around in the city either. Obviously, like I said, disappointment, but this ain't this ain't 2011. We not burning jerseys and none of that. Um, he brought us a championship. That honestly he didn't owe us, but he came back, he made that promise, and he fulfilled that promise um, to generations and generations of people. So for that, he always gonna be good in the hood. But at the same time, you look at a man who, from how I, I'm starting to proceed it, um, you know he that nigga leaves when the going gets tough, all right? You know, and it it, it it's it's it, it could it, it could go both ways, but. You know, as I mentioned before too, um, I very I appreciate the fact that he spearheaded this this era of player power, right? A player choice where you know mm-hmm. we we taking the power out of the hands of the hegemonic white owners, you know, who want to keep the status quo, who want to keep the good old boys in line, you know, who who want to keep the field niggers in line, uh, who want to control mm-hmm. salary caps and and contracts and. You know where where people are allowed to go and 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 everything else. And LeBron, starting with that decision in 2010, uh, was the first guy to, to really get that ball rolling. Say, you know what? I want to go here. I want to do this. Uh, I want to make X amount of money. Um, but a little bit later on, I I, I want to push this limit that y'all placed upon us um, to say we can't have X amount of great players on the team. We can only make X amount of money. Um, when they left in twenty, when he left in twenty ten, what was the max? Sixteen million a year, roughly. Somewhere around, I think it was maybe no, because Jordan was making thirty a year, like the last couple of years he played, but it wasn't it, nowhere yeah, near but, what it is yeah, now. Yeah, but it was. I, I it was. I know the salary cap rules were also a little bit different. I'm pretty sure the max when LeBron left was like five years, ninety million. 
I think that's the I think that was the most that you could have at that time. Um no, nah, nah, niggas been signing hundred million dollar deals for a minute, but the the amount that uh the amount of cap space one max salary can hold has gone up. I know that that's like yeah. for sure. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now yeah, like the sure. a super max contract I think is like up to be thirty five percent of the cap or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, but also people have been signing you know Rashard Lewis um hundred million dollar deals for a while, but also at that time there wasn't a limit on the amount of years, you know, so you could sign somebody to like a seven year deal or or, or or there was a different limit. So you could sign somebody to like a seven year, hundred some million dollar deal. But they right. also around 0809, I'm pretty sure they lowered that limit down. I think a new, a new deal was maybe four or five and an extension was six or some, something like that. But regardless, mm-hmm. um, it looked a lot different. And now we looking at, these super max deals where, you know, people can pull in damn near $40 million a year. So you look at, I mean, in that time, in this eight year time period, that shit's doubled damn near. So um, give the man a lot of credit for that, uh, bringing the power back to the union, bringing the the power to the people who deserve it. But at the same time, when you look at legacy, uh, you know, and we always bring up this, this fictitious, nonsensical ring talk. You feel me? Um, and you know, oh, well, this person stayed on one team longer than this guy, and this person was loyal, and this is whatever. I ain't really looking at it from a loyalty aspect. I'm looking at it from an aspect of every time a team faced some adversity, that nigga bounced. And legacy-wise, I don't think it would be a big deal. I don't think his, his finals record would be a big deal if he did it all on one or two teams. But when you are two and five in the finals and you literally get to go to whatever team you want and construct it however you feel like every time y'all start losing, then that shit don't look as good. Well, from my perspective, I feel I feel like his legacy is, is almost set in stone. I feel by any 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 metric, he is one of the top at worst four players of all time uh-huh. um agree so i feel this i personally feel he, he's top two um well, actually top, top three depending on how top, depending on how i feel at, the, at that given time and moment but this lakers move i think it only enhances his legacy because no one enhances. has ever been oh please give me a rationale listen like i said it's set in stone so the only thing that can happen is it go up so if he were to lead the lakers to a championship he would be the only player to lead three separate franchises to championships as like the leading That's man. That's a big deal. That's a huge it's deal. A, it is. Taking taking a Miami team that had they had won one championship prior to him, winning back to back titles, winning four title four championships championship appearances in a row mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Going to Cleveland, bringing them five total championship appearances after having none before and winning a champion the first championship in the city since what fifty four. Yeah. There. Then coming to LA, the most one of the two, top two most storied franchises in the entire league, and bringing a championship there. That 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 that's going to be hard to top as far as as career accomplishments. Then that's going along with all the individual accomplishments, the see, All see, NBA's, see, but now, the All Defenses, All Titles. I, that's what I said when he came back here and brought us the ring. When he brought up, you win Cleveland the championship. I already said I feel like that Cleveland ring is worth three, <laughs> in, in in my mind. Being a Cleveland fan and understanding right. that struggle, 
you know, I we get, especially you being close to Philly, uh, Philly fans are the fucking worst because they complain, ooh, dude, the, the Eagles haven't been to a, world, a Super Bowl since blase blah, and the Phillies haven't won a World Series since blase blah, and the Flyers haven't won since the Broad Street Bullet. Like, niggas, y'all still don't go more than 15 years total. You hear what I'm saying? Without getting a ring. Yeah. And it, no matter what sport it is. Shit, not even getting a ring. Not even getting a ring, just being good. That, 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 like, like, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I get pissed when people complain about yeah. individual teams out of their four teams in their city that don't win shit. When we didn't win a single thing for 50 plus years. I couldn't even get there in most sports. So yeah, only and even only a handful of just appearances to even be in that so, position. So you know, um, I that that rings worth a lot. Um, but God, I, also though, I I I I, I kind of feel if he wins, if he gets one with the Lakers, that's unprecedented, um, for sure. Um, and that's and winning it on three completely different types of teams. You got, you know, a, a Heat team that was always good and really competitive, but couldn't get over the hump with the exception of the, the you know, D-Wade D year. Then you got the Cavs, who was just the drizzling shits, you know, for a lot of the time, except for the Jordan years when he, like, put us out the playoffs, like, four out of six years. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah for real. Yeah, mm-hmm. slapping us around with his meat. That shit was disrespectful. Um, um, yeah. And then, you know, Lakers team, who's a dynasty, um, one of the most historic franchises in all the sports, and being able to potentially restore them to glory. Um, that's a great narrative. But at the same time, I feel like he puts himself in a position where he discounts his losses. He hedges his bets. LeBron is maybe the smartest athlete we have ever seen um, in terms of maximizing himself, maximizing his potential, Business-wise, um, you know, just get putting himself always, no matter what, putting himself in the best position economically and professionally. And this move is no different. He picks places where, with the exception of the Miami move, you know, with the you know, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, with the exception of that, where he kind of backed himself into a corner. Coming back to Cleveland and now going to L.A., he is – trying to he's coming in like uh, uh i respect females on twitter and trying to um revive dead franchises so it's like if he doesn't do it then it's like oh you know what it's cool you feel me he he they sucked anyway he did everything he could you know they went to the finals four times and he and he won one you know that's i just, i mean like I feel that, but like it's when you look at it from a perspective of like just a regular. Imagine he's just like a regular person. The, the one thing about sports is we kind of like imagine stuff to kind of be the storybook narrative, or or trying to make things seem a little bit more like uh, more enhanced than they are. Because if you look at this shit just from a regular like regular person doing a job perspective, oh, I see my company's about to about to fail or it's not not going how it's supposed to go let me let me get out of here and move to a different company let me go ahead and see what's going on mm. over here yeah I, I mean but we all listen we all know sports world is different i know i hate sports world hate entertainment it. world it's 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 yeah it's it's you know we 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 move on you know different 
it, it operates on a higher plane. And, and and I I don't know I I I I can't see your rationale. I I, I can definitely see your rationale. Um, but to me, again, a genius who puts himself in a position where he hedges his bets. If he didn't bring that ring back to Cleveland and he retired, let's say, you know, six finals appearances, no ring, you know, career two and. I don't know, eight in the finals, two and seven in the finals. Yeah, he'd be looked at negatively, but then he would always have that. But he was in Cleveland, so it, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And 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 with the Lakers now, you know, y'all been so ass uh, can you, for... Let's, let's but, calm down, Cle- Cleveland sports <laughs> fan, about talking about people who were ass. How about that? <laughs> yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all been so ass uh, for so long now that, again, he's in a position and also... Everybody was saying, oh, LeBron don't want to go out west. He's going to have to bang with Golden State. Or he's going to have to bang with, I, I guess, even possibly a retool OKC. Or he's going to have to bang with Houston. He's going to have to whatever. It's murderer's row. Yeah, it would make sense for him to stay out east where he has an easier road to the finals. But he's been to the finals for 19 straight years. He don't care about that. Now he's in a position where, again, if they don't get nowhere, you're playing the greatest team talent-wise ever assembled. Oh, just playing Golden State. He's all right. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, while I do get your point, I the man is smart. And, 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 and I will not take that away from him. But when it comes down for me to put my, rank my personal legacy, even taking, you know, my Cavs, obviously, fan bias out of it. If I'm looking from an objective point of view and I'm just looking on how he's moved and how he has carried himself and how he's put himself in position, um... I give him major points for putting himself in a position where he really can't lose. But also, you don't necessarily always get the most out of a situation when you can't lose. As weird as it sounds, I no. think this Lakers move is safe. I think it's safe. That may, not, not, I definitely get what you're trying to I get what you're saying. Um, I feel like if he stayed in Cleveland, that's the ultimate. Like That's what I expected him to do. I expected him to stay in Cleveland. Ride out the rest of his career, taking teams to the finals or as far as he can, and just finish up like that. But I feel like it's it's a little bit of a of a, of a choice too, because there is that whole this is the Lakers. You're a great player. Great players are supposed to lead Lakers to championships. Uh, like every you look at like the, the the greatest players of all time, the majority of them of like a New Year's arbitrary like top 10, 15, A lot of them have played for Lakers. A lot of them have brought Lakers championships. So I feel like the pressure is there for him to deliver a championship to L.A. in his time while he's here. So um, I don't know. LeBron, he, he, definitely, he's definitely the smartest. I think one of the smartest athletes that's ever ever played or been around exactly. around sports. So um, he knows what he's doing. I got, I got to respect it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not – again, we're not mad at him. Um, you know, from, from a Cleveland – lifelong Cleveland fan, um, I'm not – I'm personally, I'm not following LeBron in LA. Um, as we oh, you you, dated. you had uh, you had to put in your application to be a Lakers fan by last week. You missed the deadline anyway, nigga. <laughs> um, you know, as a as a Cleveland fan, I, I've stated on this pod before that I'm not um I'm not I've never been a LeBron fan. Um, I obviously respect him as one of the top three and not three greatest players of all time, what he did for the city, just his greatness on a basketball court. But um, I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm not a fan of, of, you know, 
I don't follow players. I'm loyal to my city. So uh, we're ready to go through some more Lamar Murray, Jermaine Jones years. Then uh, Austin Coley, strap up. Uh, it, it's saddle up, buddy. It, 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 it's time to go through some more uh, losing, you know. But um, thank you. Thank you, Bron. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate what you did. But, you know, talking about Bron and, you know, his uh, defection um, brings us to an even more serious um, serious topic, serious issue. Um, you know, the world is supposed to be about, you know, peace and are trying to find peace and coming together and, you know, uh, helping your brother, helping thy neighbor and uh, just overall trying, trying to make the world a better place. Then you got niggas like DeMarcus Cousins that just want to tear down the fabric of fucking society. <laughs> fucking anarchists like DeMarcus Cousins. Um, I'm going to keep it a whole buck. I am more mad about DeMarcus Cousins um, when healthy, it, the best center in the NBA, in my opinion, um, going to the Golden State fucking Warriors. I am more upset about that shit than I was when LeBron left the first time. And that, it says a lot because as much as, as pissed out as I was at LeBron for how the decision went down, um, I, you know, I respected his, his, you know, his, uh, his agency to be able to leave again, you know, like we all talked about, I just talked about with the whole player power thing, but the Marcus cousins, you bitch. Boogie. Oh my God. L- 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 listen, bro. Um, this this hurts because Boogie was my favorite player until that moment. <laughs> all right. So um, <laughs> y- you hear all this bullshit in the media, all these claims that he didn't get no other offers from them. I, I, I'm not buying that shit. You mean to tell me that Demarcus fucking Cousins? I don't care how bad his attitude is. I don't care how bad his torn Achilles was. You think that no, you that nigga expects us to believe that nobody offered him a fucking contract out of thirty teams in the fucking NBA? Don't yeah, lie to me, nigga. Yeah, I, I, I think he's uh, like my mom used to say. Do you uh, see uh, Boo Boo the Fool written on my forehead? <laughs> uh, I think Demarcus thinks that uh, we are all Boo Boo the Fool um, <laughs> to believe such to believe such nonsense um, on him. But uh, to say this is even more upsetting for when LeBron left is uh kind of shocking to hear um because i was in ohio actually in, uh, in ohio when uh, the decision was made and i was around some people they were cutting up jerseys uh i still have a sliver of uh the road wine jersey <laughs> a sliver somewhere, <laughs> somewhere up in my room somewhere but um from my perspective uh like boogie boogie is definitely my favorite big in the league yeah probably like in my top five favorite players playing um but for him, I, I don't know. Uh, as a Laker fan, I would have loved, loved to have Boogie, but I'm not upset we don't have him. Um, and and uh, according to him, y'all didn't want him. Which yeah, apparently, apparently we 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 passed on him for the same five million that he ended up signing for. That, in Golden that State, also but, don't read. I like it's just some some ain't adding up, bro. Something's not yeah. adding up. Well, I, well, I, I, I I'm kind of uh, as a as a. Uh, as a fan who, who's who's somewhat rational and like the just the, the the business and just human side of, of sports at times, I kind of slew boogie. Go, um, you got a rap as a terrible teammate. You got a rap as a nigga that just comes in and just fucks shit up, and you're you're wild. You're a child. Go to go to the best team in the league, 
they have a need for you. You can provide. Um, them niggas ain't got no. Uh, if you had, if you had to, if you had to, to pick out a, a one one tiny minuscule, almost problem that they have, it would have to be the center position. Niggas running out there with Zaza's and Javale high as fuck on the court, doing high shit. Um, so you can go there. You can rehab at your own pace because the team is good enough without you um, to win a championship. So you take your time, get back. Play, show show the rest of the league that you're healthy. Win a ring, kind of sh- shed or lessen the. Oh, he's a loser. He's a he's a terrible teammate. You got a ring. You didn't come. I mean, fuck up their chemistry. And then you go get a max contract somewhere else, and, and you back in business. Mm, fair, very it's fair. It's like a. It's not. It's like there's no, no. The only the only loss. The only potential loss is if you come in and fuck it up. But then the blame is going to be be on you regardless. And then you're still going to get your money. You're still going to get your max. Um, so there's really lightning just the, 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 uh, feedback and shit you hear from Twitter and, and social media. So there's no real, real downside to it. So do your thing, bro. Um, no bitch. Um, he's a bitch. Um, yeah, no, well. uh, I'm, I'm, this, this is coming from a place of hurt. Um, let that hurt go King. Nope. I ain't letting a bit of it go. Um, I, you know, it, again, Achilles injury, he'll be out for a little while, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I, it, 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 it's, again, it's, it's always a couple of things that always, always get you. And with Kevin Durant, it was the fact that not that he left OKC. Um, it wasn't even necessarily that he went to Golden State. That was part of it. That was a big part of it. But everybody knows that the biggest issue with that was the fact that the he blew a 3-1 lead against Golden State and then left all his teammates and went to the niggas that beat them. Yep, that's the, that is literally the only issue I had with that. Um, uh, absolutely unforgivable. LeBron leaving the first time, it was all about how it was done. It was in, in extremely poor taste. Um, and with Boogie here in this scenario, um, my issue is, nigga, you clown Kevin Durant on camera. On camera. You, you, you mouthed the words that he was a snake. You laughed at him. You, whatever, whatever, in his little press conference. Um, you made many comments in, you know, little local interviews and, and everything over the past couple years that, you know, you can, I, I never do nothing like that. I'm loading my niggas. Blah, 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 blah. And look at your bitch ass. Look at your bitch ass. He told you, he told you years ago. I don't want to say what year was it, 2014, 15. He's a, he's a third Slash brother. He told you. You should have seen this coming. You niggas not uh, your peripheral vision. <laughs> don't blame, oh, don't blame Boogie. Blame yourself. Um. So I'm, And I mean, it's just, and there's that. But the largest issue, numero uno, um, this is this is bigger than basketball. This is a players' union problem. Um, How so? Please tell me. Now, do I believe that Demarcus Cousins was not getting the contract offers that he would have gotten, which would be absolute max offers if healthy? I do believe that. I do believe that his injury affected um, affected him in some way. Were Clearly. a couple of, were a couple of teams, you know, maybe like you know the the Spurs or the Pacers or a team like that. Uh, or the Jazz, probably scared off by his his uh, his demeanor, his attitude, his real niggerness, probably. Um, so you know that might 
hit his value a little bit too. But uh, even with the injury, you are no worse than top three in the league at your position. And when you are in that position of power, um, you it is your responsibility to your players' union to take the most money that you can fucking get. And that's not – that ain't got nothing to do with the owners. That ain't got nothing to do with whatever. Um, this happens more in baseball, as Wes would know. Um, people have come to the Yankees mm-hmm. and also left the Yankees because mm-hmm. of X amount of money getting offered to them. It, basically, you get in those situations, you get sat down in a meeting, and they like, listen, bruh, listen, bruv, Robinson Cano, <laughs> you have to take <laughs> this contract to go to Seattle because you're going to raise the value of all second basemen in baseball which means that every, the second best second baseman, the third best second baseman, the fourth best second baseman are all going to make more money because you, it's essentially for non-sports fans, it's the essential, uh, it's, it's the equivalent of uh, setting the curve. Yeah, it, it's like, it's like br- br- breaking that barrier down yeah. so that those behind you can, can get similar success or similar, like in, in, we're talking about sports, similar contracts, similar money that you got because you took a larger deal. Yes. So it's not necessarily about you kind of finding the best situation for you. It's about you kind of just taking the best money you can get for those who come after you. Um, Big facts. And that's what but Boogie didn't. Boogie didn't do that in this situation. Um, no. So and but in, this, in, in the wait, same wait, wait, wait. vein, in he, the he same didn't not only just do it. First. It's not like okay, well, I'm gonna take ten million less dollars, or twenty million less dollars, or thirty million less dollars, or in LeBron's case, I'm gonna leave eighty on the table to make sure I can play for the Lakers. He took the veteran, he took the mid-level exception. In in the same in the same vein, you have to account for his injury too. This nigga's coming off an Achilles injury. We haven't seen, we've seen few NBA players come off a Achilles injury and be even 80% of what they were previously. So it's definitely a and we've never seen a big guy cuz Boogie's a big nigga. He's about six, six, eleven, two seventy, some shit like that. So he never seen no big nigga come back and be the same player he was. So it's kind of a a risk on on the team side to say, hey, let me let me throw you this big ass guarantee, not knowing what the fuck's going on and what you what you'll be like. But at the same vein, he he should have took a little bit more money. But I can't be I can't be mad yeah. at him, man. Go get your motherfucking ring, dog. The bay is the bay is tight. Nah, you can fuck. listen to E forty. You can do your thizzle dance. I'm not mad at you. Do your thing, bro. R.I.P. Magdrey. Um, so, you know, this essentially these moves have turned the league upside down. And um, because of it, I am renouncing basketball as, as a sport. Um, I've only loved it since I was a small child. You know, like I said, I'm just have to take up a new hobby. Uh, you know, uh, I, I hear hot yoga is uh, pretty cool. Uh, just um, real quickly. Um, this is something I've been asking people who have been giving up basketball. Did yes. you feel the Warriors were not going to win this year's championship coming up? Um, I thought that honestly, in, in your, um, in your I heart of hearts, I honestly I feel as if Boston could have given Golden State a, a fully healthy Boston could give Golden State a strong run, um, as currently at, well as formerly constructed. So Boogie just made it so they're going to go. 80 and two. Even if he comes back in February, they'll go 80 and two. So you see from my perspective, well, I saw them niggas winning this championship regardless. Um, I feel like this is their league until one of their core four 
um that being um whack whack curry um who just who just had a child so i looked to him and then his child after the child after the uh fifth best song on dedication to um <laughs> the pbs logo clay thompson uh Mr. AKA, AKA Mr. I don't have a brush, Kevin Durant, and the dick kicker, Draymond Green. Until one of them leaves, this is Golden State's league. So I felt they were going to win this title regardless. So Adam Boogie just kind of almost ensures it. So my, my I think uh, after the season, Clay's up. Clay's a free agent. Um, so he I, can I think, I think honestly, I, I think Clay going to end up on the Lake show, to be completely I think, honest. I don't know. I've seen a lot of stories about him already thinking about leaving money on the table just to resign in Golden State. Well, if he I would love, I would love him in LA, but I feel like Clay's the type of nigga that just doesn't give a fuck at all. Like it's high as shit all the time. He's like, I'm, I'm having fun with my homies. I'm shooting threes. I'm going to shine. I'm wilding out. <laughs> Why leave? Uh, so, yeah. Well, you know, NBA is in, it's, in, it's in a tough place. But um, somebody, hey. somebody put up a, a great, a great uh stat the other day on Twitter mm-hmm. using an iPhone note talking about everybody who said the NBA is is ruined or something, and they ran through each of the decades. Mm. Oh, I, I, I saw that. It's it's you can't compare the 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 Will Chamberlain playing against five eleven white dudes era. That it, it it's, it's different, right? Man, it's 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 different. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, just, I just found it right here. It's just like you got the okay. the Lakers in the 40, late forties and fifties, the Celtics. Then after that, the Celtics, Licks, Lakers, Lakers, Celtics, Pistons, Bulls, Rockets, Bulls, Lakers. Spurs, Lakers, Celtics, LeBron, Spurs, Warriors. Like it's throughout the history of basketball, there's only been the basketball essentially. Oh has yeah, been no, it's, dominated it, by the it's dynastic. Teams. Oh, it, it's definitely yeah, dynastic. So. Um, but it's not. Despite the dynasties, there's never. I don't think there's ever been a lack of competitive balance. You get what I'm saying? Like there's only a certain few teams in league history that just steamrolled through the regular season and steamrolled through the playoffs. Even those great Lakers, Celtics, you know, Rockets, Warriors teams, whatever, they were scrapping. They just happened to win. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now it's, it's like I, I I look at this shit like, nigga, the competitive balance is off. Like, we need to send these niggas to Congress or some shit. Like, this is not – this this looks like we got to be breaking some type of antitrust law. Like, this is bullshit. Right? <laughs> I, I feel you, but I mean, we just saw the Warriors be uh, a game away from a health, uh, Chris Paul hamstring away from uh, getting the fuck my out God. of here. My God, that's Chris Paul's music. Chris, Chris, Chris Paul just loves getting into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, hey, during, that, during that's his, that's his little moments. But, um, hey, I respect it. The consistency is key. I respect yeah. consistency. Real, real shit. But, but, um, but, you know, um, obviously for, you know, Boogie um, to go to L.A. for the fucking mid-level exception, or for Bron to leave $80 million on the table um, to head to L.A., you know, obviously they got to be uh, hiding some money. You know, they got to have some money packed away, um, stored up for hibernation, you know, stored up for the winter. Uh, and speaking of hiding, um, Drake is hiding a child. Hiding a child. Um, and that child uh, was one of the major storylines of Drake's newest album, Scorpion. Um, I don't know if the... <laughs> if the official uh, numbers have come out yet, um, it has been certified platinum. I don't know if we've actually seen the number of units that was moved, but um, I haven't seen it yet. It, 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 it did everything that it was expected to do. Um, Drake is an institution. Uh, l- l- let me preface this entire conversation by saying that Drake is a fucking institution. 
this death, death, death taxes and Drake selling selling records. Facts, and I give this nigga all the credit in the world for being, in my opinion, the most marketable uh, music act in the entire industry, um, regardless of race. Um, he is universally marketable, and he has like LeBron. The dude is smart. He moves just about as smart as anybody that I can rem- ever remember seeing. Um, so I give him all the peas in the world for that. Now, musically, musically, um, let's let's start firing off them takes. Musically, he has not made any anything close to a classic since nothing was the same. That was all. That was five years ago. Damn near going on. Um, Drake in 2013, a switch flipped in his mind. He realized that that's at that time is when I feel like he really started becoming a brand. You know what I'm saying? We that's when he really started getting all them features, and and we say it now. Drake features, um, in my opinion, are worth more than being signed to a major label. If you get a Drake as a up and coming artist, if you get a Drake cosign, one Drake feature, you become that nigga. All right? Touching that nigga turns to motherfucking gold. We've seen it time and time again. It's it's very consistent. Everybody who gets a Drake feature on, on the come up ends up blowing up and becoming a, a, a big artist or having the potential to be a big artist. Um, you know, even just 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 this year, you know, just so far this year, uh Black Boy JB and uh Lil Baby and, and Baby. you know and, and all these people. Um it, you know, going back, obviously, your Migos and whatnot. Uh, Drake, at the very least, a Drake feature is going to buy you a year in the spotlight. Fetty Wap. Um, you know, all of these people. It's going to buy you a year in the spotlight. You'll probably end up with a major deal. And you're going to have some platinum plaques. All from one light-skinned nigga getting on a song with you. That is saying actually, uh, he's light skinned, but he's still a dark man. Yeah, yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when he's in blackface, I'm I'm sure that's the the case. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get your opinion on Scorpion in a minute. But um, Drake, Drake, Drake has like I said, he's hit a point where he's an institution, and I feel like after nothing was the same is when he stopped trying. And when I say stop trying, I don't mean that. He's not good because he's still great. He's still, he's the best, like I said, I think he's the best artist in the music industry in terms of just making songs. But in terms of that effort, um, that that visceral effort, that um, j- just that, that hunger, you know, that passion for the game, that was it. He told his story, one, two, three albums. He gave us a, a, a trilogy of a classic and a you know, a borderline classic and a gym and, you know, thank me later, take care. And nothing was the same. And then he started coasting and we, we've heard that on his later projects and uh, Scorpion is no different. Scorpion is a very good album. Um, it's something that we going we going to rock all summer into the fall. Uh, we got a good mix of everything that you need for a successful Drake project. Um, he he hit on some good shit. He hit on Adonis, and you know he gave us some emotion Drake. He gave us some bravado Drake. Um, he gave us basically everything we asked for. 
but it's not that great. It's good. And I have the same opinion about Scorpion that I had about um, if you're reading this, it's too late, and views and more life. It's good. It's good. Is it great? Is this something I'm going to be listening to in three, four, five years? No. Um, I do think this is his best project since nothing was the same. But overall, um, I think our potential for ever getting a, another classic from Drake is gone. That is another hot take. That's it. Mm. That's it. That's a hot take. He passed it. Um, it's not happening. I, I, well, I'm, I'm going to address that first. Um, I don't think so. Um, especially now, um, after putting out Scorpion, which as a Drake stand, I will say is, uh, an all right album. It's good. It's not great. Like you said, it's, uh, I feel like in, in this, in this, uh, this album, Drake kind of vacillated between trying and coasting. Um, uh, I feel like he kind of, he developed, I think almost a formula of, of what to do with projects coming out with, uh, do a couple, couple, uh, super feelings, super emotional storytelling shits. Give me some, some, some upbeat rap shit where I'm actually spinning these bars, talking to tough talk and then just a, a mix of good, some, some pop shit. Um, and it's, it's a formula that's worked for him for the past, like you said, three, three projects. And uh, it's it's working, so I don't see why he's going away from it. But if I, I um, will say, if I was in this position, I wouldn't go away from it. I would do it exactly the same way. Not at all. So. Not at all. So, um, initially looking into looking at, at this project from uh, from a fan perspective, I was I was excited for it. Um, I was expecting something great based on uh, the reviews and what people were saying about more life. I I, I enjoyed more life, um, but I can understand like a lot of the reviews were saying it was it was almost lazy. Yeah. Drake, uh, just just coming out, and just just making music, just to make music. Um, so I was expecting him to come with with some super fire here. Um, when I heard it was a double album, that initially turned me off some. Um, I feel double out. Al- I'm not a huge fan of double albums. I feel like the perfect album is anywhere from like ten to thirteen, fourteen, 14. songs. Um, whole um, way to stop at fourteen. Like 14. So that's what I. <laughs> that's what I base it off of. Yeah. <laughs> And that's right, uh, the greatest rapper of all time. But Stop I feel like you, that, that way you can kind of um, the, our our our, our new <laughs> yes, meme, yes. our meme of the week. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, salute, salute to Sean Corey, uh, doing a whole bunch of shit that I never would have thought he would do. But um, so, so yeah, so like like I feel like ten to fourteen songs is 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 a good is a great place where you can you can be focused, um, where you can pare down when you have twenty five songs into the best. 10 to 14 which is kind of which can kind of give you the potential to have that classic album if you have that many good records um i haven't gone through scorpion and, and made my cuts yet i made a couple. um but i feel like i, I, yeah. I can definitely uh, cut it down it, I, I i need i need more blueprint 2.1 um you know i need i i need something out of it you feel me um yeah i feel like the the highs of this album were were high um, like your your nonstops is is a fire song. Shot take Keith from Memphis Iron fucking these niggas up. Um, After Dark is crazy. Um, shout out to Dollar Sign doing this thing on, on uh, ever since Beach House Three dropped, he's been balling. But um, 
I don't know. So I feel like if he would have trimmed this album down some, it, it could have been clearly one of his yeah. his better albums. But as it currently stands, it's it's a, it's an alright album. I probably have it um either yeah. either fourth or fifth of of all his albums, depending yeah. on how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, reading this is too late. I, that's fair. Very fair. But um that that uh, that album's kind of growing on me. I, I've, I've been listening to that a lot more, and I definitely kind of push that off it initially. Yeah, that's just growing on me. Neither is more life. Is this <laughs> music that I put on some sort of list? This nigga, I think he gets fucking shit together. But um, like you said he touched on a lot, a lot of good stuff. I feel touched on the sun, but oh, in a sense, he kind of t- touched on the sun uh, a lot. But I kind of feel like he needed to say yeah. say shit with his chest, like yeah. he did it on on, on March fourteenth. And then he kind of just alluded to it to it yeah. um, throughout a couple of different songs. He, he, like I feel like he either should have pushed the album back and, and either decided, yo, I'm mm-hmm. going to talk my shit. Fuck this nigga Bush. I'm going to talk my shit about my son. Or just completely ignore it and just keep moving yeah. forward. And, and and just come out with your son and, and whatever you're doing uh, later on uh, according to your calendar. But I still think it was a, it was a pretty good album. Um, I'm definitely I've definitely been bumming it these past few days. I'm gonna continue to bump it for for quite some time, but um, I uh, am I would say yeah. slightly disappointed. I mean, in, uh, I, in the project. I yeah, only because I, mean, I had see, only because I had such high hopes. Stannis does to you. Uh, Stannis is a disease, Wesley. Uh, like gonorrhea. It bothers me when the yeah. gods get to acting like the broads. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, ooh, we 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 will touch on that. Uh, just a tad later but um i you know you mentioned it um why why would you try if you don't have to at anything in life um you know that and that's just that's just what it is you know and it, you know people some people are you know more fortunate than others and in, 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 in certain areas of life and drake has definitely worked for everything he's had so he has earned the right to not try um, the day the Scorpion came out, 50, 54 songs got platinum plaques, I believe. I think that was the number. Um, 54 old songs, talking about deep cuts and album cuts, uh, got certified platinum. A lot of artists don't even have 54 songs total in their catalogs. Yeah. Um, and Drake got 54 platinum plaques the day that his new 25 song album came out. Um, and that's not counting the stuff that was already platinum. So that tells you just how much power this this dude really has. It's almost scary how much power he has consolidated in himself. And, you know, he earned, I hate to say it, but he earned the right to not be able to, to, to not have to try. Um, oh, yeah, clearly. He's, he's put in the work. He's given uh, us, he's given us bang, like the, the bangers, yeah, the banger albums. Yeah. And, and he's. But because of that. We have gone five years without a truly good Drake project. I don't know if I would like, say like, okay, truly like, good. Like, like, like really good. Like again, that that liquid heron. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, not not the you know not, not the not the pop the vein. We haven't had a pop the vein project yeah. in a while. We've had some yeah, we've had some I, good shit. We had some good shit. This, this is a good project. Yeah, no, we've had Drake has become essentially uh, a Honda Accord. He has become a point A to point B artist. He will give you good shit. He will give you good shit that will get you from point A to point B. He will get you from the beginning to the end of the summer. He a will Honda Accord. God a loaded Honda Accord. But he will, you know, he will he will quench your thirst. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, get you from point A to point B, but he is no longer um, – He's. I can't depend on Drake to give me an album that I'm going to be listening to in five years. Not not no more. Um, and it, it, he always has the option of being able to change that. If he really want to yeah. put his foot in the album, he can do it. But, um, you know, you got to understand that he's in a different position than J. Cole or Kendrick or, you know, anybody, uh, other heralded rapper right now. Um, he's understandably so his motivation is lacking but again we talked about legacy a lot with um you know with lebron and when it comes down to uh to weigh drake's legacy um he will go down i think right now he is arguably the greatest song maker in the history of the rap game that's is another hot take, but uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to, to sit to uh, sit with that and do some research. But I'm yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm leaning towards agreeing with that. It's it's a warm take at the very least. But the hot take is um, just rapping wise. These last four to five years have I feel like damn near eliminated his opportunity to go down as top five or 10 or even 15. He's not a top 15 rapper rapping wise of all time. Not even close to it, but artists, he might be number one. So that, so so that tells you about just the, the, the duality of, uh, you know, Aubrey Drake Graham as a man, um, light skin, you know, one side, uh, uh, you know, um, black face on the other. And, um, that was photoshopped clearly. Uh, yeah. um, my dear friend Wesley, that brings me into uh, my next and more important point in this podcast. Um, Drake can no longer play the nice guy role. Why? Because Drake's not a nice guy. He's not a good guy. He's not a good man. He's not a sweet man. He's not whatever. Um, just because you decide to try to wife and save a few strippers or video vixens um, because you like to get on tracks and talk about your feelings, um, does that make you a good a good person? No, it doesn't because he's not. And we talk about the evolution of Drake. We talk about, you know, Degrassi to So Far Gone to, you know, Young Money, you know, to early 2010s to the guy we see today. And he has still always relied when he needed to. He relied on that crutch of humanizing himself. And we are all human. And But Drake, through his prime, which I think he's passed. He's passed his prime. Oh, um, oh my God. Hot, hot, hot sizzle. That's, that, um, that's the hottest thing. Uh, passed it. Um, at just, just rapping-wise, effort-wise, he's passed it. Um, in his prime, he was able to humanize himself. He was able to, you know, speak very relatably to people. He still speaks relatably to people because we're all, as humans, we're all in some shade of gray, you know, morally, socially. Um, and that's that, that's what was new. That's what was refreshing about him. That's how he was able to elevate himself. And he was able to do all that and sound good doing it. The songs were good. Um, the melodies were good. The hooks were good. 
the bars were good. But now, you look at Drake, and the nigga's problematic. He has become a victim of his own fame. Um, like, like I mentioned on our last pod, the worst uh, line ever. I, it, 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 it's starting to get up there in, in ever land. Um, one of the worst lines of all time, just in terms of holding up over time, is the, I can never have a kid and then be out here still kidding around. That shit is not aging well. That shit is aging like Kellyanne uh-huh. Conway. My God! If you would have, if you would have listened to the ad lib, it was saying, uh, "Just kidding," in the background, which uh, would have eliminated this whole conversation. I don't know. You just, five minutes spiel you went on would have uh, saved yourself five minutes of talking. Um, but um, I kind of disagree to an extent. Um, about Drake being a nice guy, Drake's never really been a nice guy. He's always played the nice true. guy. But Drake's lyrics, he, he's 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 pretty misogynistic. Um, it's pretty pretty dismissive of women in general. Um, I, so for me, kind of like this is why I'm not necessarily super. The whole Adonis shit like didn't really disappoint me to that extent. It's like I I felt that I love you as an artist, but I, mean, I know that you're not necessarily not a, a, a good person. You're really yeah. not shit. So I'm not surprised by it. Um. And that kind of like leads Drake and like and just to quickly go quick on off on a quick tangent. That kind of leads Drake in a weird position because he played the nice guy, but we we know he's not a nice guy, and that's kind of getting exposed mm-hmm. a little bit more. And then his tough talk, uh, no. it's not the same. <laughs> we've, we, we, we've 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 seen him. Uh, Drake is one of the, the premier yeah, tough talkers indeed. in the game. Every everything sounded mm. great up until uh, about uh, about yeah. two months ago. Um, I can't even listen to free smoke anymore. Yeah. That shit hurts. Nah. Smoke costs. The smoke costs now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, uh, he got the funds. Yeah. But um, that leaves that leaves him in, in, in quite the predicament. Whereas you can't necessarily you play the nice guy. Well, you can play the nice guy, but we're, we're not necessarily believing that hey, as much as we did previously. Hey, and that tough talk is not hitting talking, anymore. Google, so. We just don't believe you. All your lyrics coming back to bite you, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 sad for my boy, but I'm I'm still I'm still riding with Dougie. Um, he's still I actually feel like he's still capable of making making uh good music. Hopefully, we get a great project, a truly great project coming up uh soon. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a little not it's not quiet because it, it can't never be quiet for him. He's he's too big of a too big of an artist, too big of a just a stable in music. But it's getting a, it's a little quieter than it was previously. For my man's. Yeah, um, it's uh, I, you know, I just I, the whole Adonis thing, you know, it's it's easy to you know, um, it's easy to get caught up in it. But just like you said, in day he's a rapper. I expect that from rappers. I expect rappers not to claim their children, you know. Um, but you know, my thing is he tried to take this probably the most negative, like the worst PR hit that he's ever taken in his career. And he tried to once again humanize himself. He wanted to create some type of sympathy or, you know, or ethos, um, especially on, on March 14th. Um, he, he wanted to get us on his side, you know, like, oh, I said I would never do this, but I ended up doing that. And I never wanted to be like my family. And guess what I did? Like, you know, try to get us to, oh, Drake, you know what? I, you know what? Okay, we understand. And no, no. Yep, I got it. That's what <laughs> I did. Nah, bruh, like, this ain't it. That ain't it. TBH, um, you know, the pusher standing to me, you know, wants to 
you know, wants to put my nigga up on a pedestal and give him all the credit for, you know, bringing this out here to the light. But it ain't even about that. The thing about it is, it's it, two things would have happened if it was not for, you know, um, the push diss, the push beef in general. Either Drake would have rolled that boy out on the front of an Adidas poster to sell some goddamn tracksuits, or he would have never mentioned him ever. Maybe not till the, the waning stages of his career when he's reflecting on shit. Maybe yeah, then like, he would have brought him up. Those are those are like the two options that probably will, will end up happening. Um, but to an extent, um, this is probably just the stand talking, but like this nigga doesn't owe us. <laughs> to, to, to talk about his kid, he doesn't. This nigga doesn't owe us. This nigga, we don't have. He's he's not obligated to say. You know what? I fucked so and so on this date. <laughs> My semen entered her fallopian tubes on, on at no, this time period. No, no, no Brody. Child. Um, That's but, a great point. But great point. but I will say, um, kind of the persona that he projects. Glass house, man. Would it would would lead him to. If the situation were to occur, kind of kind of talk about it, but um, like I said, it's not really it wasn't really an obligation, but the way you kind of paint yourself is is like, hey, if this were to happen, like yeah, something I, I, he something you know he um he, he Drake's the type of nigga who has been wanting to risk that ass in, in his glass house. He has been throwing stones. A shout shout out to Big Crit. Uh, of he course, has, yes. he, he has been throwing issues. stones at everyone for as far. As as I can remember, he has, you know, straight demolished niggas, you know, such as Meek Mill to just clown the niggas like Joe Shut up, Meek. Welcome home. Welcome home, buddy. Um, and he has just thrown shot after shot after shot after shot while all keeping up this, again, this persona that, um, oh, I'm not a tough guy. I don't like to go there. I just like to have a good time and, and, and you know, and save a bunch of ladies and and getting my feelings, but oh, if you if you guys take me there, oh, I'll go there. I'll defend myself, and then that's how you get, um, you know, all the Twitter talk, all the oh, y'all be coming for Drake like he's soft. Y'all act like he's soft. He blah blah blah. Drake was never soft. He fooled y'all. I not only was he never soft, he never really acted soft. He may be soft spoken, but again, that's part of that well crafted persona that the nigga has been building ever since he was on Degrassi. He is smart. He is smart as hell. There's a reason why him and LeBron are friends. They are both geniuses in how they market themselves. And Drake has built up so much sympathy. He's made himself look attacked. He's made himself look bullied. He's made himself look like this guy who just wants to be in the music industry and and have a good time and, and, and kick it with his people and make a lot of money and fuck a lot of women. And he's created it, but in reality... I think over these past few months, we have really seen how petty and how dark Drake actually is on the inside. And you know what? If he cared and if he had to really, 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 really go rap, he could put this shit on wax and drop the best album he's ever made. But he's not because he doesn't have to. So, um, Aubrey Drake Graham, you are a genius. But at the same time, um, I, I, I would definitely stop short of calling you a fraud. But your the facade has has been cut through. I now I'm interested to see how he because I'm sure by the time everything started happening, the majority of Scorpion was done. I'm interested to see how where he goes from here and turn because he's 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 at a crossroads. 
He's at probably one of the bigger crossroads he's been at in his career. Do I continue faking on? Oh, this is, I would say, the biggest crossroad he's ever been at. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the test. What are you going to do from here? Yeah, and it's I'm, I'm definitely interested to see. And, you know, my takes and maybe make it seem like I hate Drake or, um, you know, whatever, whatever, and it's not that. So, I, so the nigga's past his prime. I, I'm about to, I'm about hey, to tweet this nigga right hey, now. That's hey, very disrespectful. Let him know. It's not that. Again, I am a fan of Drake, always have been, but I can also pull myself out of it and see him from a more objective point of view. And just like I do for any other of my favorite artists, um, I just hold him accountable for what he says, and especially when he contradicts himself, and especially when he looks like a hypocrite. Um, so... That's all it really is. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. No, I'm, I'm definitely a rational. I'm a rational stand. I am a <laughs> a rational stand. Uh, rational stand. Yeah, I'm rational. Like like Kobe's my favorite player, but I'm definitely uh, respected and I can honor the fact that LeBron is a better player than Kobe. That's real. Uh, almost almost always has been. That's real. Um, uh, but but to the point, I I, I can't say Drake's past his prime. Um, we we we've seen, we haven't seen the the sheer greatness in quite some time. But we see flashes. flashes. True. Um, True. And I feel like if he, if he, if he focuses, I feel like that's what's going to happen now. Like you said, we're at, we're at this crossroads of, of where are you going to go from here? What are you going to do? I feel like his back is somewhat against the wall, as, or at least as, as, most, as, as much as it can be. It's yeah, ever been. For him. Yeah, as much as it can be to this point through his career. So I think hopefully, um, I guess in the next year or so, uh, comes back with some 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 heat. We'll see. Um and we'll we'll see what happens uh, from there. Um, shout out to shout out to Grayson Allen. Uh, nigga tried to uh, fight Trey Young today. I'm with it. Uh, fuck uh, both of them. Uh, Trey Allen has, I mean, Trey Young's put up more air balls than I've ever seen in a summer league. You almost got to respect his bravado. And Grayson Allen just fuck him to to hell. Uh, I'm gonna need you, I'm, gonna need you, I'm gonna need you to chill because uh, he'll he'll he'll, he'll a, be out of the league in four years. But because uh, he's fucking these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of, you know, that duality and speaking of the, you know, just the contradiction of, you know, the the personas that these artists craft versus the lives that they live, I, we will be hard pressed to move on, you know, without quickly mentioning um, the murder of XXX Tentacion um, a couple weeks ago now. Um, and this is, I will say this is the most divided I've ever seen, you know, in my, you know, young adult adult life the most uh widely you know divided um the most polarizing death that i've seen of any rapper um and it's hard because again just like i mentioned we are all in some shade of gray as humans nobody's perfect nobody is um just altruistic nobody's jesus at the same time nobody's the devil either so, but with that, um, it's, it's, it's really hard again, come back to the same topic. And maybe that's really the theme of the show is, you know, judging legacies, um, is, is really crafting legacies, you know, for people who let problematic existences, you know, XXX Tentacion was not Bill Cosby, you know, um, wasn't probably not even Michael Jackson. Cause you know, we don't keep a buck. Michael Jackson was a fucking pedophile. I'm, uh, hey, sorry, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, it it it, 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 it is what it is, and he was not that, but you know, was was he abusive? Um, you know, did he did he beat you know 
women, yeah. You know, did he speak very derogatorily? It's not a word, but um, (laughs) but but you know, did he speak very disparagingly of a a lot of women and a lot of people um, for for a long time? You know, he was only twenty. You know, when he was killed, he did, and you we're not going to absolve him of that, of his sins just because he died. I, I, I can't do that, you know? Um, but at the same time, can you completely condemn him for that to the point where you say, fuck him and, Oh, I don't care that he died and or he deserved to die. I don't, I don't feel like you go that far either. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's tough kind of just to see as how young he was and you saw the worst in in what he did the worst in in kind of humanity in in parts of what he he did and then you could see kind of toward the end of his life you could see somewhat of of a a realization of his behavior and kind of you could see i don't know if it was it was truly sincere but you saw a change a little bit in him like um me myself um i heard i remember his first song look at me when i came out yeah uh don't we all drink yeah him, him, him saying Drake stole his flow, whatever. That's kind of me, my introduction to him. And then uh, shortly thereafter, I heard about uh, allegations, um, him assaulting, beating up his, his pregnant girlfriend and, and, and everything he was doing at the time. So I was like, man, fuck this cat. Yeah. I'm not listening to none of his music. So I didn't rock with him up until his death. Um, and then I got on Twitter and everything and saw that the, the outpouring and um, people, a lot of people, uh, the majority of people being being sympathetic towards him um, there was still a good, good number of people who were kind of like on that, on the spectrum of, you know, just fuck this guy completely that I yeah. glad, glad he's dead, but I, it, it kind of showed me. And then I got to do a little bit more research and kind of seeing where he was at mentally, um, in those, those last few months leading up to his death. Um, so it's kind of tough to say dude was, uh, unredeemable as a human. Um, but we can't dismiss completely what his behavior was at, at the time. So that's like the, that's kind of like the, the the main issue of, of the duality of of these entertainers, these people that we hold up, these artists, um, in that, like, we see somewhat, we were just talking about in Drake, seeing that, that they they give us, they give us great music, they give us great enjoyment, stuff that we can feel, stuff that we love, stuff that we hold dear to us, but at the same time, in their personal lives, or their character, they're not necessarily people that we should hold in such high regard and such high esteem. So that that's kind of like yeah. that's tough. That's really yeah. fucking tough because like myself, I I I have there's a couple artists I still listen to that, I, and I I will not I will not I should have can't I will not put you out there as, yeah. on this podcast. But I know who you are referring to, and I want to know. I was I just want the world to know I'm very disappointed in you. But right, but I'm disappointed <laughs> myself, but. The goddamn bang. I just can't leave nah, your fucking nah, bangers alone. But that, you know, that, 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 that's that's yeah, a tough thing in life. Y'all don't really I hear sleep. me though. Y'all 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 not hearing me. Y'all don't hear me though. I, 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 I feel like that that stuff would be cutting a lot of people out of our lives. Um, if we solely went on um just canceling people completely off of, off of incidents, but it's tough. That that is that is a situ situation. That's a, that's a something we all had to deal with um individually. Um, and what you're willing to tolerate from these people yeah. that we get art from. So it's, it's tough. Uh, new future. I'm sorry. Uh, breaking news. Uh, 
I, I, tw- I, I tweeted him earlier. I, uh, I hope you uh, the breaking news here. Beast Mode 2, ladies and gentlemen, Super Future is returning. Not sure. I don't think it dropped yet, but it has been officially announced. It says Future just tweeted a minute ago Beast Mode 2, midnight Eastern time. So about less than a half hour. You you guys can uh and when you hear this this will come on after it's dropped you can thank me because at uh let me check at ten oh one p.m. Future tweeted should I give a, my mix my fans a mixtape until my album's complete and I said let that let that tape fly Fire Marshal so we're hopefully we're getting Fire Marshal Future oh, Beast Mode um, Two Beast Mode Two this is the second time I have uh coerced a project out of a rapper I remember I tweeted uh when Drake let that God's plan snip it out, I said, hey, they'll let that full song go. Later that night, the song drops. I got the juice. Uh, follow the podcast. Follow me. And at, I will get at, you at Beware the too. Ills on uh, Twitter. Go ahead. Follow the pod. Um, available. Get your favorite artists to drop um, projects. Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, the YouTube. Um, working on getting in Google Play. Um, you know, for, for all our Android people out there, we got y'all. Yeah, yo, for all my Android people, get a fucking iPhone. How about that? <laughs> Um, but um, wow, future Ooh, got a, a track list dropped already too. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Back to X, and this is um, this is I'm glad I'm glad that we are having this discussion. I'm, I hate that a 20 year old had to lose his life for this discussion to happen. But this is going forward. Um, this is this is something that's going to be extremely important. Like how. How much do you weigh who somebody was versus who they're they're trying to be, who they're trying to turn into? Um, Are things truly redeemable? Because people always want to make it seem as if, oh, all you have to do is try. Or, you know, I may not completely forgive you, but I can respect you for who you're trying to become. And in the case of X, that's definitely not it. You know, um, he is getting burned at the cross. And I'm not even necessarily saying he shouldn't get burned at the cross. But all I'm saying is... Um, you know, you got to stop putting this narrative out here that all this can in time be forgivable if in your mind is not. And, 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 you know, it, it, it's just, it, in the end, it kind of becomes this, this Twitter, just this kind of Twitter, this social media thing where people just say stuff and there's not, there's nothing behind it. You know, they say all this hypothetical stuff or, you know, you, when people get on Twitter and start talking about what they want in a partner or, you know, all you got to do is be this, all you got to do is be that. But, is is there is right there for you and it ain't what you want and that's okay if that's not what you want um but at the same time you know you can't don't you know put this altruistic you know i'm just so you know divine and everyone's human and whatever whatever basically you can't choose when to humanize people and when not to humanize people if you if if, if we're humans we got to be human the whole time Right. Or if there are certain things, you know, uh, sexual, you know, abuse, rape, uh, domestic violence, murder, whatever, that you think removes people from the, the kingdom of humanity, then that's it. But you can't go contradicting yourself. You can't go preaching different methods. Basically, and basically it's, it's one of the themes that we've been preaching for this entire podcast, which is keep that same energy, keep that, that same energy. That's it. That's it. At all fucking times, keep the same motherfucking energy. So, um, to uh, XXX Tentacion, um, I I I do hope that um, you know his spirit finds the peace 
you know, in the afterworld that in the afterlife that he could not find, you know, here on planet Earth. Um, you know, he despite how I felt about him, um, you know, it's definitely a generational gap and there are a lot of kids and teens, you know, that really look to him as 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 a beacon of hope. And if he was that for you, I'm not mad that he was. And if he wasn't, I'm not mad that he wasn't. All right. But, you know, just, uh, you know, RIP and, and yeah, I, 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 I go ahead. <clears throat> well, so, yeah, I feel, I feel similarly. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely rest in peace on his end. Um, my thing is no, nobody, no matter how about you, nobody deserves to die at 20 years old. No, um, no, I agree. That's way too early in life um, before you can make changes. But you spoke to it. If he, if he, if he, you looked up to him, I hope that uh, you're able to, to, to move forward. Uh, um, real, real quick, before we hop to our final subject. I do want to say um, that social media has completely 200% misconstrued the Jay-Z line on Talk Up um, on Drake's album Scorpion. Um, That bar, you know, um, essentially, um, you know, y'all niggas Uh, killed X. Y'all killed X. Streets is done. done. Um, I have so many people, including Waka Flocka, who always wants to speak ignorantly on shit that he does not understand. Um, Our, that's very unbranded. Uh, we, we, we've seen them. We know. We know what's up. <laughs> um, it's so much. Oh well, I don't appreciate the message the whole was putting out there. I feel like that's out of line. Like nigga, you the one that actually got the money and the resources to get George Zimmerman killed if you want to. But you saying that you people out on the streets should put their lives on the line and do it, nigga? Why don't you do it? Why don't you keep that same energy? Why don't you blah blah? blah? Y'all have no idea that line went completely <sighs> over y'all heads. 200% over y'all heads. It ain't got nothing to do with actually killing George Zimmerman. He's not actually speaking on George Zimmerman at all. It's you little fucking test tube YouTube babies came from an era where y'all d- niggas do not under- understand nuance. Y'all do not understand allegories. Y'all do not understand metaphors because y'all spend all y'all fucking time in school making up new dances. All right? Fuck that. I understand. <laughs> the yeet is a problem here. <laughs> uh, the bar um, is in reference to street code. Code. Code out here in these streets. Just like the whole no dope on Sundays code. Um, or, you know, or y- y'all seen The Wire um, when niggas shot at Omar when he was taking his uh, grandmama to church. Oh, that was it. You broke the code. That was it. You feel me? Um, and this yep. is, is similar, um, in that Hove is essentially saying that you, you out here, you killing the young inspirational folk, you know, you out here killing X for the sake of robbing him, for the sake of taking money from him. Um, so you killing up and coming, poten- potentially inspiring influential people people was out here in some way shape or form trying to help the streets instead of killing the nigga that um you know is directly directly damaging um culture and directly damaging you and your people as a whole not only with the the killing itself of Trayvon Martin but with everything that came afterwards he when he says the streets is done the code is done Y'all values is in the wrong place. Y'all worried about the wrong shit. That's it. 
no direct references, no none of that. Y'all niggas is worried about the wrong shit. Um, you know, just like um, I respect the one. Uh, you know, y'all respect the one that got shot. I respect the shooter. You know, Hope drops these little gems every once in a while, and that was another one. Yeah, but I, I I couldn't couldn't get on. I couldn't uh can't elaborate further. Yeah, the, the niggas, young niggas don't get the shit. Uh, and old niggas too. Flocka don't get it. It's a, it's a shame. Uh, it really is a shame. But um, yep. let's get let's get to these top fives. We we run a little. Yeah. Uh. It's, you know, it's time, you know, we're going to go ahead and um, wrap this thing up. But before we get out of here, you know, we told y'all we was going to give y'all a Drake, um, a Drake-centric top five, you know, in, in honor. Speaking of, uh, real quickly, of, speaking of, of Drake, um, I got to send you this picture. Uh, Bria Miles posted on uh, Instagram. Got a leak. Bria is uh, one of Drake's uh, stripper, stripper friends. But um, yes. You'll see when I send you it, you'll see it. But as was a very, I apologize for interrupting, but um, you'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Once, once oh, no, yes. uh, no, it's, 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 it's all good, my it's, good brother. Uh, um, so, yeah. So you know, we uh, we talked about um, you know, we talk a lot about energy, about keeping uh the same energy, um, all of the energy, um, and energy, um, you know, is is what Drake tends to bring to his records, um whatever record he touches turns to gold and that energy uh directly equates into motherfucking dollars um for a lot of artists in the game both new and old so our top five top five top five of this week are our top five drake features now i'm a good and featuring definitely um featuring drake now i'm i want to go ahead and start because you know wes is the drake stan um, you know, so he deserves to, to go on last in this case. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you all, you know, just uh, my uh, some of my personal favorites, um, you know, just ones that I feel like were particularly uh, impactful. Um, and I want to start with real quick with a couple of honorable mentions that are not going to make my list. But um, I, for, that I, for, I, feel- I for sure have a good stack of honorable <laughs> mentions, too. <laughs> but 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 I feel um, deserve um a lot of credit um first of all um for my town play ball take it back to 2009 uh uh, that just was binaural mentions but yes yeah it needs uh, to be there it's up there oh hell mr lyrical spades of the opus baby what you got a feeling for um at this time drake was essentially carrying birdman's career on his back all right um he did whatever he could for the bald five-star bastard um to keep him afloat and uh, that and for my time, play ball, play ball, not a long verse, but the verse that he threw on um, absolutely saved what essentially would, would be a trash song without him. Um, yep. So I give him a lot of peace for that. Also, um, one more um, honorable mention that I feel like deserves just a, a, a little bit of credit Um a song by the name of Poppin' Bottles, which was featured on T.I.'s No Mercy album. Um, another really good young 2010, uh, old, yeah, 2010 uh, Drake verse. You know, this was uh, winter days um, back in Kent. We had like hella yep. snow days, like four snow days in like one season, and niggas was trapped in the dorm listening to No Mercy. Um, if T.I. wouldn't have went to jail, I always say that. Um, Popping Bottles and Welcome to the World with uh, Kanye and Kid Cudi would have been smash hit singles. But went to jail, couldn't promote the song, so a lot of people never heard them. So Popping Bottles, T.I. featuring Drake, 
um, is that's one. A good, that's a good one. So one of those lost songs. But uh, to the top five, and I'm going to start uh, with a more recent one. Um, tit, Sir Tit, Titty Boy, Two Chains, featuring Drake, Big Amount. Um, I feel as if this is um, peak Holland Drake. We talk about Drake's bravado, his free smoke Drake, talking shit Drake. Um, this is it at its in, in, in its, its highest power. Um, just absolutely from beginning to end of that verse. Um, niggas say never stayed at a, a Marriott or a West End. Five star, nothing less than. And nigga disrespected the West End. That's a four no and a half star. That's a four no and a half star reason. hotel. Completely <laughs> call for it. Like, there's no reason for you to do that. Um, but, hey. Six guy with the God flow. How just absolutely. Um, a song, Big Amount, that's not that good sonically is not the best song in the world, but Drake really just got on there and just ripped that shit to shreds. Um, so my number five, uh, Two Chains featuring Drake, Big Amount. Um, my number four, um, again, Drake saving Birdman's career, uh, Money to Blow. Um, such I a am on a 24 four hour, hour champagne diet. Such a smooth record. I'm talking about silky. Like, this shit belongs on a, a 70s soul gold commercial, infomercial that comes on at 3 in the morning with, like, Walt Clyde Frazier and some light-skinned chick. Like, this, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, um, is is Drake in his purest form. I'm talking just melodic, talking just sweet to the ears. Um, I absolutely love that track and still to this day um, can listen to it like it was brand new. Um, great, great, great song. Uh, now, number three is where you know I dropped something on your head that you might not have been thinking about. Number three, Timbaland featuring Drake, say something. Um, <laughs> my good man, that's definitely on my list. Uh, it it basically follows the same tone as Money to Blow. Um, just at Drake, 2010, in the probably in the twenty eleven. Uh, Drake's melodies were second to none. Um, hearing that man get on the track and and talk about uh, sitting back and drinking wine and watching Californication, Cation of life made Ugh. made made you want to aspire for that life. At that point in time, mm. I had never had a glass of wine. And I had never watched Californication, but look at me now as I just finished a whole season marathon of Californication, drinking some Pinot. All right, there you go. Um, it's beautiful. um, and just, you know, just discussing, you know, the idea of, you know, um, needing, needing that, that, uh, that special lady to, to get you through life. And what's the point in going through life if, if she ain't by your side? Um, that's, you should have been here to kick. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna get into that when I go my top. Yeah. 10. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. About um, <laughs> it's my number three, uh, Timbo featuring Drake say something. Number two, um, actually my personal favorite, um, Lord. French Montana featuring Rick Ross and Drake. Uh, Stay Scheming. Um, Stay Scheming was the birth of Holland Drake, the birth of Bravado Drake. Other than, you know, some of the shit that we heard, you know, maybe in his early days, like the ignorant shit, the freestyle type days, we hadn't gotten a lot of that up until that point in late 2011 um, with Stay Scheming. And Common came for Serena Williams and Drake sent right back for him. Um, that, that that uh that's actually something I thought we would have in common because that is actually my number one. That is wow, one of wow, my wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm spoiling my top five early, 
But um, well, well, I I honestly thought when when we created this list that Drake has so many features that it was going to be very very different. But you know what? Uh, this that podcast synergy. Uh, you know this that. You know, you you know this that um this is why this is why we're business associates. That's it. It's right? why it's why we are uh, we have uh, such good chemistry. But I felt like that. Yeah, and, and that this is, is why Viceland we deserve uh that replacement Deezus and Miro spot. We know y'all looking for somebody. It only uh, makes we, sense. You had a, you had to... you had great ratings with uh two minorities talking hey. their shit, and we are two minorities who talk our shit. Hey hey, we we charge significantly less. And um, you know, we, sure. you're not you're not gonna get that gut of BX perspective, but you will um, definitely get that uh, that suburban, um, you know, Hidden Hills, Delaware, um, University Heights, <laughs> Ohio uh, perspective. Hey, hey, maybe from the suburbs, but we didn't lived a lot of life. I'll say no, yeah. we, we've seen a lot. This will be a tremendous uh, investment on your part. But um, yes, yeah, I felt, um, I felt you go get you number one, good brother. Number one, uh, right fast. Um, now, this is a song that I assumed was going to be your number one, um, but it is actually a little bit obvious. Um, Aston Martin music. Um, uh, mm. See, that that is where I, I defer because I Aston Martin music is good, but I'm going to go ahead and, and say Paris Morton music is a song. Music. So that was a, that, that yeah. was a Drake song. That, 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 that's, that, that's fair. Um, but I, I, I got to go with Aston Martin music. I mean, you just talk about. You just talk about a nigga that just makes relatable shit. You know, there are there are you know people, there are artists that um, I I can't get jiggy with because they try too hard to be relatable. It, it, it almost be a hey, look, I'm relatable. I'm talking about contemporary topics. Hey, urban youth, you should vibe with me. I I don't do that. You know, and and there are tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of artists that push the I'm so relatable. Um, you know, uh, narrative. Bryson Tiller being number one on that list, mm. um, and a big reason why I'm not a Bryson Tiller fan. But Drake nope. just just seamlessly weaves that shit in. Um, you know, over that melodic ass beat, and he just gets in, and that nigga, that nigga hops on 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 the beat and just starts spitting. And you know, and nigga talks about being 23 and going through a midlife crisis. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. You know, it's it's it. I mean that that it's it. You know, talking about his goals and his dreams and his failures and where he feel like he should be. You know, versus where he actually is. Everything, man. man. I'm, I, the, I, the, the beat the beat I, sets it off ever so perfectly. It's just yes. That um, like I said, I don't have it as number one because I consider that I just said Paris Morton music is his own song. But yeah. that that is, I don't know if I'm gonna say it's my favorite Drake song, but it's definitely top at least two, maybe three yeah. at the worst, but that, that, that shit, sure. I love that shit so much for sure. So, uh, you know, I've already chopped up a lot of your top. So we got into it. Uh, uh, I'll say my, my quick honorable mentions. Um, uh, I had a couple honorable mentions. Uh, money to blow was on there. His honorable mention, uh, fuck money to blow. You got into it. Um, no lie with a t- ah. two chains. I feel like that was a, a very good Drake verse. Not necessarily uh, top five, but it's uh strong, very very strong. strong. Um, um, that, but, but, well, I, I consider top five instead of big amount. Um, actually, and and the thing that uh, knocked it out of my top five was um, you know, um, she might have a Grammy, but we still treat her as like a nominee. Just want to see what that pussy like in one so time. One is time is five. Again, you lying ass nigga, because you was in love with Rihanna. 
head ass. And you was crying over her ass every time that she that, that she cut you off. So two, three times what, after. Nigga. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Shit sounds cool. Niggas ain't gotta rap about what they talk about. Um, <laughs> um also had my honorable mention, I also had right above it. Um, one of the more iconic tricks. Also verses. my right also my honorable uh, mentions as well. And then uh my last honorable mention was no new friends. Each time yeah, I say go home, I it's hard. It's very underrated Drake first. Nice, uh, nice, nice sets the tone. Um, getting into my top five, number five. I don't have anything in my top five. I think the most recent one is 2012. Okay. Uh, so number five is a moment for life. Wow. Of, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Off of uh, Nikki's album. I want to say it was Pink Print, maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, I was. Uh, uh, yeah, Pink no, Print was, um, Pink Friday. Pink Friday. Pink Friday. Yep. Me and Nikki getting married today. Woo! Yeah, you were stalling my eyes. Okay. Yeah, right. that's top five too. Uh, number four is "Say Something." The way that Drake just takes hold of uh, the hook in, in his verse. It's really we didn't need Timberland. So Timberland's a legend in and uh, in, in what he does in making these beats. But this is like because he just left and just said, you know, Drake just had his shit. Yeah, this is yours. Thanks. Um, number three, I have "Made Men," uh, Rick Ross song. Jersey hopped on that. Mm, that that's one that completely went over my head. But you know what? Yeah. If I would have thought about yeah. it, it might have gone in there. One of my baddest women ever. I call her Rihanna, but that's because her name is Rihanna. Gotta 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 have that in there. Yeah. Um, my number one is uh, the state scheme. We already talked about that. But my number two, I'm getting so thrilled. I went uh, as hard as I was six, eighteen, sixteen. Yeah. yeah. I'm on one. Um, and, and see, uh, just like you felt conflicted just because of, of you know, how the songs, you know, were classified or broken down, um, uh-huh. you kept Aston Martin. Oh, is this tr- trust issues? Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh. You kept Aston Martin music out of your top five because of Paris Morton music. Right. And I kept, mm-hmm. um, um, and I kept, I'm on one out of mine because I love trust issues more as a song. Um, okay, yeah, but yeah, I understandable. I, I have my moments, but yeah, that those, like I said, those two verses, whether on their own or in the songs that they were packaged with, are definitely top, the top in in the top top conversation for Drake features. But um, wow, those are Su- lists. Those surprisingly are, similar lists. Um, so very similar. We had some kind of two kind of couple few that were uh, out, out out of there for yeah. each other, but that's um, a. Yeah. I'm 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 proud of you. You know we haven't been agreeing on a lot of shit lately, but uh, I gotta give you peace for that. Um, um, also songs that I feel like uh, should be thrown somewhere in the discussion that I had down on my little notepad list here that were not mentioned. It's hard not to mention Versace, um, Tony Montana, and I I had to cut Tony Montana. um, I don't mention it. Oh man, listen, bruh, on the hood you see the stallion. Passenger of Stallion. Yeah. Um, and also, um, uh, just a this is a, a heartwarming uh, Kent favorite. Uh, Lil Reese Us remix. Huh. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh man, that, that 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 put a smile on my face, brother. You you, yeah. you know what? Yeah. You're not so bad after all. <laughs> See Reese Sosa Fredo Dirk. Ah, uh, yeah, Drizzy get a verse. You gonna get this you work? Get this work. Uh, R.I.P. Of- Fredo. Yes. Yeah, RP Fredo, we're gonna scream that every time we talk. But speaking of get this work, um, I think work could kind of be in the conversation as well. It, it, I, I feel like it would have to be just based off of smash hits. Yeah. 
Um, Especially you know. when when you, when you in the mix and you faded and you oh, need yeah. to get out. Yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 on yeah, it, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Work, work was it. Um, and then just the last one I, I was going through a list and I found I completely forgot about this verse. His uh, in the morning verse with uh, wow, J Cole's, oh, yeah, the J Cole. Yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a true throwback. Um, man, that, completely forgot about the, that song. The, 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 the power of two light skin niggas on an R and B sounding track. Um, you can change the so game. Undefeated, but uh, undefeated. So y'all out there listening, um, at home, you know, or in your car radios, or you know, uh, huddle on a street corner, you know, singing a uh, doo-wop quartets around a, 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 a burning garbage can. Um, wherever you're listening at, um, we want to hear your thoughts too. Um, so go ahead, um, hit us up, um, either individually at Uptown Ace Boogie or at Ain't That Wes or um, at the show. Uh, Twitter handle at Beware the Ills and let us know what are your top five Drake features. Um, you know, for sure we know that you're you're either Drake fans yeah. or you hate Drake. Um, but I know we all we know you have an opinion on the matter either way. So we want to hear, hear what you guys have to say. See how they compare to our list and um, say what you have to see. Put out your top five so I can point out the errors and uh, the inability of you to um, use yeah. uh, critical thinking. <laughs> Facts. Um, um, before we get out of here, um, right, right, fast. I am. Um, you know what? I don't. I don't think we should give out any formal L's of the week because you know what? Everybody been trying. You know what I'm saying? I will give niggas A's for effort um, over the last couple weeks. For um, sure. You know, I, I was. I was yeah, struggling to come up with an yeah, L. Yeah. No. I mean, it wasn't, this is, it wasn't a good one. The one I had it, it wasn't really a good one. This is beware the L's. But you know what? We also give credit. You know, we. This is what the whole point is. Pod is to get niggas to avoid the L's. And you know what? That's These last that's couple it. weeks. People been doing pretty damn good. So you know what? Kudos to y'all. Clearly, y'all have been listening um to the pod. So obviously, uh, thank you to all of our uh first time, long time, um, you know, at L of the Week recipients, you know, the Tigers, sure. the, the DJ Academics, um, you know, the NRAs, um, you know, Shout the, out Roseanne. <laughs> the Roseanne's, the Trumpito. Have, have fun watching your show without you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, L talk. <laughs> um, but I do want to give one unofficial L of the week to the entire NBA, the entire National Basketball Association. Because, <laughs> that, was, that was my uh, <laughs> Because the, you imagine, imagine being a young man, you know, you grow up, you know, playing basketball out in the streets, you know, you're out in. Out in Oakland, uh, playing basketball in the park for your your hotel slash half Wakandian father uh, who got killed in front of your eyes, and you 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 have one dream of being in the NBA. You know, you want to be like Speedy Claxton. You want to be like Derek Anderson. You know, you want to be like Jesus you want to be like Shandon Anderson. Uh, I'm gonna say right now, if you are a child, I guess of our age, and your hero is goddamn Shannon Anderson, you deserve to get hit by a truck. You deserve to play basketball and tear both your ACLs oh, at the same man. time. That's disgusting. Listen, you, Shannon, you, 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 you want to be, you want to be Tom Gugliotta. You feel me? You, you, you want to be these guys that that you look up to, and you work so hard your whole life. You play AAU and you miss out on having fun, and you ain't got no hoes and. You really ain't got no friends outside of your, you know, your cousin, you know, that kind of latches on to you and 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 what. Shannon Anderson's middle name was Rodriguez. <laughs> this is disgusting. And uh, and you know, and, and latches on to you or or your boy, you know, your your longtime boy, you know, from the projects who followed you around and made sure you didn't get into any trouble. And then when you got to the league, uh, your man started wilding and 
you know, talk, speaking out to the media and stealing your cars and going on a, a joy rides and shit. And then eventually y'all fall off because y'all, your inner circle and your new girlfriend really ain't fucking with him and think he's bad for your brand. And then, you know, the last time y'all talk, then the last time y'all talk, y'all get into a big blow up and he say fuck you and shit. And then the nigga dies in the car crash and you don't never get to say bye to him. Um, imagine doing that. And <laughs> shout out, shout out to uh, the original um, uh, my player uh, narrative mode, uh, Spike Lee, Spike Lee joint. Oh yeah, Spike Lee. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that was that was a goddamn. Uh, uh, what, was, what, was, what was his friend's name? It was something name. stupid. I don't remember. I, uh, I remember your name was Freak, freaking and vibing, freaking, freaking and, freakin and vibing. But um, imagine working your whole damn life, going to college, um, getting. You know, you're 12 years old, and then they, they, they abolish the one-and-done rule. So now you actually got to get decent grades and actually go to school for, like, a quarter, you know. And you get to the league, you bust your ass, you work with your boys, might get an all-star or two, you put your team in a position to compete, and then you realize that everything you worked your whole life for was pointless. That's what just happened this weekend with DeMarcus Cousins signing with the goddamn Golden State Warriors. So to everybody, to the hundreds of, of men in the NBA, the hundreds more in the, in the G League, I'm sorry that your hopes and dreams got to come to an end because uh, all the Warriors are some hoes. I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, but um, this hell is on you. Quick, quick rebuttal. Quick rebuttal. We, we knew it was going to happen anyway, so Boogie just made it affirmative. I'm upset at you, sir. You made me spend the last uh, – while you're doing this whole rant, I was Googling Kenneth Anderson's <laughs> stats and – that made me ups- even more upset. But my L was kind of in the same vein. It was just real quickly. It was a I had my L was the casual mm. fans of the NBA. Um, real niggas who watch basketball. Like I'm, I, I watched. I, I, I'm gonna I feel ashamed to say this. Lakers my favorite team. I watched like 60 Lakers games last year. It was horrible. Um, I'm still gonna watch basketball. I'm still gonna watch Lakers games. I'm still gonna watch just regular games on NBA TV. I might fuck around and get the, the full league pass this year. Um, but the casual fan, um, they weren't necessarily watching. This year, they're like, oh, the Warriors are going to win. And then with this boogie signing, uh, it's even more so the casual fans. What's the point of watching? So the NBA might lose uh, a little bit of TV revenue, but I feel like it's going to get made up on the back end um, through merchandising. People people fuck with, with dynasties. Um, people people like that. Dy- dynasties are good for leagues because people, the fans of dynasties are good because they always usually have more fans than, than the usual fan oh, base. Fuck that. Uh-huh. The Nicole Simpson can't rap. I want justice. Yeah, ain't All no right. justice. If, if we haven't learned anything in the world about life in the, in the last 26 years we've been on Earth, life ain't fucking fair. I don't give a fuck about you. And on that note, uh, we will wrap up episode. Let's <laughs> give a fuck about you. Uh, beware the else. <laughs> yeah, uh, we out of here. Bye.